Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. While you're in sunny Florida, be sure to visit... Orlando! Enter into a world of epic adventure. Hello and welcome to Warlando. This is Adam, and with me as usual is Mark. Hey, how's everyone doing? And Nicholas. Hey, how's everyone doing? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm a different person, I swear, I swear. <laughs> Hi, it's Nicholas. Is there an echo in here? What's going on? Well, I've had, we've had multiple people tell us, Nicholas, that you and I sound like the same person on the show. Right. Now we're just just trying to meld everybody into one continuous right. person. Right. The you know, the podcast is really just one sort of like schizophrenic person <laughs> having a conversation with himself. Yeah. Uh, talking about all this great wargaming they do with themselves. <laughs> hey, nothing wrong with that. That's right. I'm 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 sure a lot of people out there have been uh having to do that with the situation that's going on in the world, so no worries there. Yep. Well speaking of that, yeah. um Talking about playing at home by ourselves, we just did the Hammer Time 7 Warhammer Tournament, Age of Sigmar Tournament, and all of it over Tabletop Simulator. That's right. Yeah, a lot of cool things happened during that tournament. So, a lot of firsts, you know, yeah. first yeah. Tabletop well, I first know. tabletop Simulator uh, tournament. That's cool. the, that was the first one? That I've done. Oh, that you've done. Okay, I thought you were saying yeah, it was like, the, like, like, like a lot of firsts for me, you oh, know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Oh, also, also getting up at what time to play? <laughs> is, is, was that a first too? Well, so the other first was first time uh, playing a tournament, you know, with uh, the English meta. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and so what that meant is uh, first time uh, getting up and playing Warhammer. Not the first time playing at three a.m., but the first <laughs> time starting at three a.m. <laughs> All right, that, that, that's fair enough. <laughs> yeah, I, th I think there's been plenty, plenty times where we've played with the sun coming up. So <laughs> very true. Right. Yeah. So it was a it was a great it was a great time. I had a lot of fun, a lot of fun preparing for it. Played a, a few games like for what, maybe a week and a half or so before it. Yeah. Some practice games getting ready. Yeah. Um, I you just, know, learned I just exploded a beer in my lap while I'm talking. To you guys. Oh, <laughs> Yes. You were so excited. You were so happy. So, you were just like, <laughs> you're so excited. <laughs> Got my my paint rag that I keep on the table nearby. It's for cleaning up all my paint spills. And so I was going to clean up this beer spill. I just got a. Well, what kind of beer did you spill? Oh, it's a Lagunitas IPA. Mm, okay, so yep, and I'm you know, in a good beer, not one you want to water the floor with but <laughs> or plenty my, of it out there or my mouse or my better. keyboard or any of those things gonna have to get you a sippy cup i i am gonna need a sippy cup <laughs> i think we've I all I... needed them at one point or another <laughs> I, I was very yeah, that's a, that'd be a great idea for uh uh for like gaming Ooh. you know so you know you, you don't accidentally spill the beer all over the the incredibly <laughs> complex uh, uh board at the that's been built, all the terrain, all the miniatures, you know, huh? Don't they have that already? That? that like baseball hard hat with the straws. Mm. Oh, oh yeah. Why are we wearing so. those all the time? I don't know. Kind of. Well, it, I, you know, it probably makes you top heavy. You know, and you're already leaning over the table. You don't want Ooh. that extra back pain. You oh, know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah. I think some proper, 
some proper adult sippy cups i think would be cool well what about the camel back? ones you guys ever oh that yeah yeah i, I yeah we well, definitely did uh camel backs before i think I've, I've worn a couple of those like into some ball games and some sports events <laughs> what about like a like a like a like a camel fanny oh <laughs> like a fan, a fanny pack with a straw ah. yeah you know there's nothing weird about a straw coming out of your crotchal region <laughs> no, just, not, not at all with a with you know with a beer colored yeah liquid coming up the straw right and, you know yeah. Yeah. A good old time. you don't want to get confused with a colostomy bag yeah uh, well, <laughs> you might have both you have one going in one coming out yeah, yeah. there you go <laughs> Jeez. that sounds more like a like a still suit from dune or something <laughs> can you make one of those it's just like yeah, <laughs> the, the never-ending beer cycle. Oh, there you go. Maybe yeah, that's see? what's going to be in the new Dune movies, the, the, the beer to urine still suit. Oh, yeah. Wow. And see, that's the kind. Yep. See, that, that that's great for games. That's great for a tournament day when you're just playing all day long. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, no, just, no breaks whatsoever. No right. Breaks, no breaks uh, for any reason. <laughs> no. <laughs> that'd be definitely that'd be like an Iron Man competition for gaming. <laughs> Ooh, Absolutely yeah us gaming nerds already have a reputation for not being that uh that hygienic we start right. actually wearing our piss on a, in a bag on our hip <laughs> well you know <laughs> yeah they bitch about it well, why not get surprised <laughs> no just, just leaning right into it exactly yep <laughs> so yeah so i mean it was a it was a really fun uh event um, so, you, you know, Adam, you and I, we got, got a little nap in and then we, we, not, not together, but, uh, <laughs> you know, socially distance. Right. Um, you guys were only six foot apart when you were napping. Right. right. Exactly. Double masked. Yeah. Then, two pillows way, between you. Yeah. It doesn't matter who's the big spoon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, you're uh, both big spoons in my eyes. Ellis. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, so so yeah lay it down what was the, what was the tournament so uh three game tournament um and uh it was uh you know run by a guy that's been running these events you know for you know every month for the last i, I guess this is number seven so maybe he's been doing it for seven months now i guess on tabletop and um, he, we got a pack and the pack, uh, told us, Hey, you'll get all the info like the day beforehand, as far as like battle plans and, and all that good stuff. So, uh, three games, um, three battle plans. It was star strike, uh, blood and glory and total conquest. Yeah, I that's believe. Right. I think total conquest and, was the second one. And okay. Blood and glory was the last one. I think so. Blood, okay. blood and glory. And then, uh, and then uh, they they didn't do realm of battle rules, but they did do you know uh, mysterious objectives and auxiliary objectives were released the day before. Ten objectives were chosen, and then you can choose going into the game two that you want to use. Uh, but once you use those two, you can't. Uh, or cho- once you choose those two, you can't choose them later in the later in the day. So um, so yeah, it was great. Um, first time really kind of just. I, I guess it's my first time doing a tournament with the with the GHB 2020 because ever yeah. since that's released, you know, I've not been going to the shop to play or anything like that. Yeah, so, I've been in lockdown. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so that, that was first tournament with GHB 2020, first tournament with the Brits and the Scots and the Den, the Danish and the Canadians, the Canucks. Yep. 
and the New Zealanders and all that good stuff, right? Yeah. So, um, and uh, uh, first one getting up at three a.m. So, yeah, a lot of a lot of firsts, and my first tournament with the with the new uh, Car Drawn Overlords book. So that was my that was my army of choice for this round. Um, it, was it weird going into the tournament with such a an underpowered? Yeah, uh, you know, it was just like, hey, it's going to be an uphill battle all day. I get that. That's all right. You know, um, nobody expects them to do well, so we'll just see how it goes. Nobody will be scared, so maybe I'll have this <laughs> element of surprise. Um, no, Mark, the opposite. Um, Everybody hates playing KO, so <laughs> it's not the. It's not the. Uh, hey, let's let's uh, let's start a gaming group together, army. It's a. Uh, We've been playing for years, so I apologize for this, guys. <laughs> Mark, we did a practice game, Nicholas yeah. and I, and top of term one, before I had any act- activation of any kind, uh, Nicholas did 71 wounds to me. I take that back. It, it, the last couple wounds were done in the combat phase, so I did yeah. have an activation, but 71 wounds. Like, he took out 90% of my army in uh, top of turn one. Holy hell. Well, I mean, not quite 90%, but 71, yeah, so about 70%. And, you know, assuming you had 100 wounds in your army or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. But what I had left uh, was, like, Marathi you hit for the three wounds, and I'm sure there were some wounds lost there that you could have continued to do. Yeah, so and so it was only 70% of your army then. What, what are you crying about? I know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that was like definitely the, hey, you know, this was a practice for the alpha strike, see what happens. Uh-huh. Um and uh but honestly you know with ko um i think the plan is to always try and go second you think so because you kind of want your yeah and although you're letting the other army buff up and cast their spells and do stuff going second means that you get to try and control the turn pattern um and um you get to decide you get to try and decide you know like do i get a double or even if i win the priority into the second round am i in a good am i in like too bad of a spot where I don't want to give them the double next round. You know what I mean? Mm. Let's keep just going A, B, A, B, A, B. Um, so I think ideally it's to go second, but occasionally there's that time where it's like, think if I go first, I might be able to do enough damage that even if I do get doubled, it's not going to be too detrimental, you know? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah. Especially for something like Star Strike, where you're not really doing anything the first round. You're waiting the entire round. You're either yeah. kind of like positioning, kind of pre-positioning, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, because the the objectives don't fall till turn two, so you don't even know where to go until two turn in, until gonna, turn two, really. I'm going to say, um, that, that, one's a, that one's a lot of anticipation, uh, you know, yeah. what ifs. Um, and even, you know, um, Total Conquest, uh, not Total Conquest, other ones you can't start scoring until turn two not total conquest um it was the other one you and i played adam where um it was like four objectives in the you know on your side and four objectives on the other side and you got to try to go burn them right uh, uh scorched earth i think it is yeah that one too is like ones like that you can't do anything until turn two so turn one is positioning and then turn two is the wham you know mm-hmm. and uh and so with ko you know you don't really want to put yourself out there turn one in, in their field because then it's like um well now you're just asking for them to spend the throwaway turn yeah just just you know slapping you around but and they're, of and course, they're like what do, I do? what do i do like every single one of those games i Except for the last one, I put myself in their territory, turn one. And I'm like, hey! 
No. <laughs> Did <laughs> you really? Like I had the opportunity. Um, no, I, I definitely put on the pressure pretty early because I saw the opportunity. Um, the, the, the third game, it was more defensive and then waiting for the opportunity to, to really jump in. But mm. the first two games was like the first one. I saw the opportunity to put on the pressure uh, real, really early. And then turn in the round two, it was like, um, I need to put on some pressure because I was playing Lumineth and they're so fast. Mm-hmm. If I don't put on the pressure, um, Total Conquest was like, or Blood and Glory, whichever one it is, where they you had to control all of them by turn three mm-hmm. to win. It's like, you don't want to just wait around and let Lumineth surround you with everything. If you wait two turns, they're going to surround you with everything. So yeah. I kind of made the decision to try and just kind of start with one end of the battlefield and just try and kind of like close in on it, on, mm-hmm. on the rest. So... How'd that work out? Uh, worked out good. This um, was your second game I, we're talking about. What, why yeah. don't you talk about your yeah, first I mean, game? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we can go back, but that was just more of an overview of like card drawn overlords and what I'm trying to think about when I enter, uh, you know, a game. And I'm trying not to get caught turn one in their backfield. You know what I mean? Because it's so easy to move. So anyway, yeah. We but, playing playing tabletop simulator. Got to really highly recommend it. My, the way I remember the games after the fact, I feel like I was actually there playing. Mm-hmm. It's such a good, like the physics of the game, like being able to actually pick up the dice and shake the dice and roll the dice and um, the way you can move the pieces around and some of the pieces that you can find to download are, you know, look great and really match the model. Um, yeah. It's a great way to play while we're in lockdown. Yeah, it is. It really is a great way to play. Um, we got to get Mark um, practiced up and uh, you can throw it on your virtual dice you can throw yeah, it on your do. work computer, right? There's no oh, yeah. yeah. No, no, not, not at all. But, uh, uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it watching you guys, uh, that, that one little practice game that you guys were doing. And, and it was a Star Strike one that you were playing. Oh, yeah, you're right. Right. Yeah. 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 Yep. And, yeah. uh, yeah. Yeah. And who won that one? I believe Nicholas won that one. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think it was because you pushed, or you had most of your guys on one side and everything fell on the opposite side of where you were. Oh, yeah. I am. I <laughs> That's am, definitely the hard part about that one. I'm definitely retiring that particular Daughters of Cain list. It's just, yeah. it's, I, as much as I love the classic Hagnar list design, it's just not uh-huh. mobile enough. It doesn't, it doesn't have the opportunity to spread out and take multiple objectives. Oh, like have yeah. To. Okay. I just don't think I can. Like I don't. If if it had something like a gun hauler, mm-hmm. you know, like the Ko has, or or like uh, just something small and fast that can run around. So maybe I need to put some Doomfire Warlocks in the list, or something like that that can run around and flank and actually. Well, you know, it's yeah. got the, wonder, the life, the canary life takers, which are fast and can drop in whenever. I just don't feel like I have enough of that that can actually drop in like I want it to and push something off an objective. Mm, yeah. Okay. But there's a new book on the way. Right. Yeah, there is. Yeah. I'm I'm very excited. And seeing a little sneak peek that they gave on Warhammer Community, it it looks like Hagnar might still be an option. Mm-hmm. But like you said, you might need to probably shake up the list a little bit yeah. just to just to kind of you know like you said fill in the the spots that you feel like needed need feeling uh, uh filling in yeah and uh, I, I think they said the Hagnar allegiance ability is that you can use the uh those those things that you unlock from turn to turn what are those called the um, something rights table. <laughs> Blood rights or something, rights, maybe? maybe? Yeah. Yeah, something okay. like that. Something like that, yeah. For so a guy who's been that? playing Daughters of Cain for like three years, and I don't remember the name <laughs> of that, that says something. Yeah. Um, Hagnar gets to unlock it a turn early. So it's, you get to yeah. unlock each one a turn earlier than the others. Which is great, because uh, that means 
turn one, you can get the reroll ones to run and to charge. Right. And then, and then turn, turn two, you, what? Rerolling everything? Rerolling ones to wound. Okay. Two, I'm sorry, <laughs> to hit. Rerolling ones to hit mm. on turn on turn two then. <laughs> I thought it was rerolling everything too. Yeah. <laughs> Well, if, the, if yeah, Witch Brew stays the same... I just keep rolling until I hit. You know? <laughs> uh, if Witch Brew stays the same, that's what Witch Brew does right now, re-rolling all your wounds. So, yeah, it'd be nice. I'm, I'm hoping they... I, I'm hoping the book uh, treats the daughters kindly. Because, like, like, they've been putting out on their own website that, according to the meta, the daughters of Cain are at the bottom of the meta. Um, so it'd be nice to see them get just a little bit of a, a boost. Either a, a yeah. points discount or some more powerful punch with those points yeah sure but uh yeah so what was your take your kind of your uh By your reaction to doing the tournament yeah i man it was so much fun I, I would love to do the exact same thing all over again it was just great it was such a weird experience to get up at you know 2 30 in the morning to go play this virtual tournament but it really felt like like just the whole thing felt like some kind of time travel yeah like to to be halfway through game two, watching the sun come up. Wow. <laughs> yes, you're right. It, things we've never experienced. Right. All three of the games I played were against people uh, in either in different time zones or in different states in in their own time zone. The yeah. first guy I played was a Canadian uh, ah. in Ontario. And so he was in the same time zone, but he stayed up to play in the tournament. He didn't go to sleep and then get back up. So for him, gotcha. for him, it was still his Friday night. And for me, mm. it was like a really early Saturday morning. The next guy right. I played yeah. was in Denmark. So he's, for him, when we played, it was 10 a.m. I mean, it was, um, well, for me, it was like 6 a.m. And then the last guy I played was playing from uh, New Zealand. And so for him, it was his Saturday night going into his Sunday morning. Oh, wow. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Like to play so bizarre. all the way it? around the world. Yeah. It was time travel. We participated in a time travel tournament. Yeah. <laughs> so cool. Uh, I was telling, I was telling Adam, you know, maybe he can like dip into the, you know, um, the uh, time continuum and like re-roll some of those dice to try and see if he can fix the results or something like that. Yeah. You know? <laughs> 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 yeah so so uh how was your games how do they play out Adam? uh well i lost all three but okay but i had an absolutely great time playing all my games so at no point did good i feel story. like yeah. salty at all they, they were all good games hard fought yeah um, the the first one and the last one both came down to either turn priority roles or where where the objectives drop um, okay yeah because the first one was star strike and i actually did better because of how the stars dropped than I would have done otherwise, which was nice. They dropped favorably for me. Um, the guy had a great list, and both the first two guys I played both played Tempest Psy, which is a Cities of Sigmar list that's mostly a shooting list, uh, and I already don't weather shooting very well. To play two games in a row against really heavy shooting, it did did hurt a little bit, but I, I think I played the first game really well, and for it to come yeah. down to just a couple of rolls, um, turn priority again, and um, I felt really good about playing against his list he it was an interesting list too because he had uh i want to say 30 phoenix guard um mm. the elf guards that um have great like like a three up save and a four up shrug something like that it was but he uh i was able to block them with my daughters a cane that have the bladed bucklers which else with the bladed buckler so it was this uh, okay yeah tar pit meeting tar pit right in the middle of the table uh so they weren't really a factor because I was able to pick that fight. Um, but he was able to fly around with his gun haulers. He was able to get off um, 
the uh, the Soul Scream Bridge to transport his army around the table. Oh wow! Yeah. So he was he was really maneuverable, and I I, I just have to like march in place. You know, I, I I don't have the just the maneuverability that he had with his with its two ko gun haulers and having the soul scream bridge. He was able to move where he needed to be when he needed to be there. Yeah, wow. But still, it was a really close game. Uh, I felt really good about it. Marathi killed a uh, a frost heart phoenix, which was really satisfying to have it like its ability to debuff your units. I was able to take her off, take it off, uh, which you know. I think evened up the game a little bit. Nice, nice. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, again, I, I lost, but I felt really good about how I played in that loss. Yeah. Oh, and, that's and, good, at least. Yeah, hey. so it was a fun game. It wasn't just, like, point-click 71 wounds to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 71, that's... <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, how about you, Nicholas? What was your first game? Um, so my first game was against Skaven. Oh. Um, and he had kind of like a shooty Skaven list, which had a couple of units of Storm Fiends, uh, a couple of Warp Lightning cannons, um, a couple of Doom Wheels, uh, and some Warlock Bombardiers and Arch Warlock and Gracier. So lots of magic and shooting. Um, oh, and, and the little guys with the little green balls that they throw. Oh, they throw their balls. Yeah, I keep wanting to call them the Poison Wing Glob. Yeah. That's not what they are. Right. They got like the little, these little green bombs they throw. So I remember to record that one, but I didn't. Yeah, they, uh, they, um, so yeah, it was a, it was a good game. Um, they, uh, let's see, I've, I've got the list right here. I, I can uh, tell you what it is. It was the Acolytes, Scryer Acolytes. Um, and uh, he had Vermintide, Endless Spell, and the Soul Snare sh- Shackles. Oh, and he also had Warplock Gisales. So it was just like everything could shoot. Um, and with the Doom Wheels and the Storm Fiends, I didn't really want to get anything into combat. But um, so we went, uh, he, I went. I, I got to choose, so I chose to go second. <clears throat> so he, I kind of deployed everything in the back because with KO, you can just fly high anywhere. And so I can deploy back really far. And so I was able to stay out of all of his shooting range. Um, and I was able to hide behind some terrain. So even if he did come through the gnaw holes, uh, he would have been, you know, he wouldn't have been able to shoot me, like get line of sight. And, uh, and so, so he kind of, created somewhat of a defensive position but he kind of left one side really open um i he knew that i could fly in the hero phase and i had the warp lightning vortex but i don't think he put together and i don't think i have to tell people like my strategy right so mm-hmm. um so you know came my turn hero phase i just dropped the warp light the warp lightning vortex around his um he had all like almost all of his heroes right in a oh. Right in range. And I just first turn, I took out like his one of his bombardier warlocks and his arch warlock. I took out his acolytes. I put some hurt on the gracier and um, and a little a little bit of hurt on the Gisales and storm fiends, but that was it. Um, and then I then I kind of made a real risky move where I'm uh, you know like I said, star strike, play it cool, just let the first turn go by, right? Yeah. And, and of course, like I was like, well, if I, but then if I put all my gunboats over on this side, I can just like put as much firepower into his storm fiends and his doom wheels, and so that's what I did. And I put one of the ships just too close, 
and he was able to like get into charge range and I thought he was going to smack right into me, but his doom wheel failed and like blew oh. itself up. <laughs> Cause it, it has a yeah. uh, random distance. It charges, right? Yeah. And I think he rolled two ones maybe oh. or something. Oh, it was a three inch charge, whatever it was. He rolled it and he went, ah, you know, whatever, <laughs> blimey. And he just like took it right <laughs> off the table. <laughs> and he, was, and, he uh, was from England, right? Yeah, he was. And uh, <laughs> I mean, he didn't say that. I, I just made that up. So he, uh, he, yeah, I mean, he cursed and then took his doom wheel off. And that kind of happened a few times. I got like, like one of his, his other like warlock uh, bombardier uh, blew himself up because he was trying to cast something and rolled the wrong roll and did D6 wounds. And he was like, all right, rolled his dice and then just took the guy off the table because he got six <laughs> mortal wounds right there, you know? And it was like, yeah. man. But his warp lightning vortex, or not uh, vortex, the cannons, the warp lightning cannons, man, those things were on fire. They were just like, if he, like the, the thing with the warp lightning cannon is um, you roll the dice and then you have to get above that number, equal to or above that number. And if you do, it's like D6 mortal wounds. And so he, um, and then I think you can like ramp it up. Like there's something you can do, right? Like one of the, yeah, so one, like more, one of more war power. Something. Yeah. yeah. And he can do two D6 and he rolled two ones, which then means he can't fail. So it's two D6 mortal wounds. And he was just like, <laughs> so. <laughs> He started taking models off the table from my side, and I was like, why did I do this? Like, why did I just stay back, you know, pick off what I can, like, let some time go by. Mm. But I got, but the, the, the objectives just fell and fell my way. So the middle one and mine dropped on the side where I had all those gunships. So mm. he wasn't getting them without going through all my ships and guys. And then I had one ship and a little group of guys over on the other side just sniping off is like kind of like the 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 heroes he had in the back and the objective fell on their side on his end so it was like the only people he had to go take it were like his heroes and so it was uh like his gracier and 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 whatnot so it it it, it just fell in my favor so it, it kind of looked like a heavy-handed win but um you know he was putting some hurt on my guys and and then and then everything just landed you know for me so i won that one a major victory um and uh i kind of was i put a lot of focus on his storm fiends because i was like got to take the storm fiends out first right then yeah. take the war lightning cannons out second then do this then do that and it took me all game to take those storm fiends out those things are just so freaking resilient it's like seven wounds a piece there's three of them. That's 21 wounds right wow. there. Yeah. You got to slam through. So, um, anyway, it was a good game. It was a good first game. It was fun. And he was a great, he was, he was great about it. Like his, his guys like blowing themselves up and stuff. He was just, he was laughing. And I mean, I know it was probably frustrating, right? Like first game in the tournament, but he had a great attitude. So that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I love the, the storm fiend aesthetic. These yeah. Big mutant, like, Frankenstein rats running around with guns and um, flamethrowers and very cool. Yeah, yeah it fits it's, so well. It's an awesome army. Yeah, it fits the the aesthetic. Yeah. So and, and and I love the the chance of them blowing themselves up. Yeah, that's so. Funny. And I, like you were saying, when you're on, you are on, and if not, <laughs> oopsie. <laughs> yeah, thanks yeah. for coming out. Because <laughs> Adam, you played Skaven for quite some time. 
I did for a long time, and they were they yeah. were a blast. But that was Warhammer Fantasy Battle days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was a lot of crazy stuff that happened because I played the Orcs and Goblins, which was like the you know just a green skinned version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they would always fa- fail their uh, that leadership role they you have to make. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> so. So our games were great. Fight you had another. Yeah. yeah. Our games were great. Like you got your guys are like blowing themselves up. My guys are failing stupidity tests and just like wandering <laughs> into the forest. And yeah. <laughs> fighting each other. Uh, I love it when you're your own worst enemy sometimes. Yeah. That's so much fun because the, the, you can have the best strategy in the world, but then sometimes the dice just fail you. Yeah. You know? And at least when the yeah. dice fail you with those armies, it's like, oh, it's entertaining. Yeah. It really right. is. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. I uh, love it. So my second so, game, uh, uh, yeah, turn two, that turn like? two, a, a second Tempesai cities of Sigmar army, another shooting uh-huh. army, but his army looked co- completely different, almost completely different than the other guy I, I played. This guy mm-hmm. had a celestial hurricaneum to help with his magic. Uh, he, he had a cogsmith, a Lord ordinator and a knight Azeros. He just had a lot of stuff in his hero phase that buffed shooting. He had so many, he had all these different buffs on his shooting. That was, I, I couldn't keep track of all the buffs. He had two Arcanaut company, three Arcanaut company. No, I'm sorry. Four Arcanaut company. This guy had like 20 drops. It's not huh. a joke. He had about 20 drops in his army because he, he didn't have a, a war scroll battalion to tie it all together. Um, he had uh, three Hellstrom, Hellstorm rocket batteries. He had two units of Knight Shadow Stalkers, which I, I've already ordered mine off eBay because of how cool I thought they were. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah, they're the daughters that came Warcry set, but they've got okay. oh, oh yeah, yeah. They've got this like I already thought their aesthetic was super cool. Now that I know that they're cool in a regular uh, Age of Sigmar game, now I'm like, oh, I have to get them. I have to get them and I have to paint them. Yeah, nice. But they um they get to do essentially what the the KO do. They can just disappear off the table and then be set up somewhere else on the table so long as they're nine inches away. So they can teleport anytime out of in an well, not into combat, but out of combat, they can they can teleport and show up somewhere else on the table. Yeah, and, and they're pretty decent in a fight. They have some actual punch to them, and for and they're a hundred points for a unit of nine of these people. Uh, so yeah, he and he made good use of them too. He was able to show up in my backfield and and cause problems for me with them. Uh, but this was yeah. this was a not a close game at all i still had a great time he was a fun opponent this guy was he's from denmark his name was also adam but his last name was nyborg fun guy to play against but again it was just another tough matchup he had uh, gyrocopters and nicholas you know the gyrocopter steam gun i couldn't do anything to get away from it or prevent it from happening and so these uh, the steam guns roll a die for every model in a unit that it can reach uh and i think it's nicholas it's a five up it's a wound might even be okay. four up i don't know with gyrocopter steam guns Anyway, yeah, it's four up to wound. Yeah, it's three up to hit, four up to wound. Yeah, yeah, for every model in the unit. Yeah, um, that's within eight inches. Yeah. So they have to stay three inches away. But if you group everything together and they get right up on you, they're going to take a. You know, if everybody's grouped together, they're yeah, they're going to easily they're going to easily shoot all twenty models. Yeah, and this the battle map had these big. Uh, rocky pillars on the middle of the map. So for me, moving the daughters that came through, I had no 
option to not clump as I'm trying to get between these two big columns to get the objectives. Um, That's me defending my bad gameplay. But yeah, he he was able to get two gyrocopters in the one unit's witch elves and take them down in something like five models. Wow. Yeah. And he had aether wings... The gyrocopters and the aether wings, like me trying to get across the table to get to his his vulnerable heroes and to try and pull his army apart, I, I couldn't move around them. And I could kill them, but still it takes a whole round of combat to kill him and that whole time he's shooting at me, you know, between yeah. combats. And it was rough. I, he pretty much tabled me. Wow. But again, a really fun, entertaining match. Yeah, I was having a really good time. I was also drinking a lot of coffee, so maybe that was a factor <laughs> in my enjoyment. <laughs> was definitely very amped up for that one. Nicholas, who did you play in uh, your second round? Um, so second round, I played Lumineth. This guy you were playing, I think his name is Ben Sava. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I, I knew his name. He was one of the only players that I knew um, by reputation because I'd seen him on The Honest Wargamer. And he won, okay. won one of their tournaments with Daughters of Cain. Um, so that's how I already knew his name. And so when I saw you were playing against him, I was really excited because this is a really competitive tournament guy that had a reputation for being like a um, talented strategist. Yeah. So how'd it go against him? Well, I mean, he did like he had a he had a great list, honestly, um, and he really knew it really well. And that was kind of something that I've learned after the the event. Um, because round three, I played another Lumineth guy. and But, you know, round two, playing Lumineth, it was like, everybody's a caster. And everybody, and then they all have the, the ether courts. So apart from, you know, every every single unit being able to cast something, every single unit also then has this ether courts that they can just, like, unlock abilities on their, you know, on their war scroll or, you know, this, these abilities come from their, uh, from their battle tome or something. So, so just having all of like having so many options sometimes can just really slow the game down. Right. You know, like it's, it's almost like we've talked about this, like those units that have like multiple weapon profiles and it just, you, you feel like that turn with those guys like shooting or fighting just takes so long because yeah. it's like, okay, now I got to roll for this and then it's got to be a this and a this and, you know, and then, mm-hmm. and then you got to measure this and, 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 and so, but he played it really well. He knew exactly what he was going to do. He had everything lined up and, uh, he, you know, he had, he had his plan in place. Um, and, uh, and I'm a little worried about Lumineth only because I can't, I, I do good at escaping from people and with their, you know, archers, they shoot 30 inches and they, um, and they, uh, and they don't need line of sight. So you can be hiding behind something and they can still shoot you from 30 inches. And their profile gets worse when it's 30 inches, like their attack profile. But really with Lumineth, you're going for that mortal wound on a six up. But then, you know, one like the the spell that they can cast is the ability to give them five up instead of six up. So usually everybody puts that on their, you know, their their bows. The bows just walk up. You know, it's like those movies. Mm-hmm. You know, where it's like you're fighting the bad guy and you're like, we might have a chance. And then all of a sudden he calls the archers up, you know, and then it's yeah. just like loose, you know, and it's like. <laughs> and then you're just like, yep, sucks to be you. <laughs> so that's usually how I feel like with Lumineth. It's just like, you know, the archers forward, loose, yeah. you know, like, and like, it's like, like it's right. 300. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Fight in the shade. <laughs> yep. <laughs> let's see what ha- you know. Let's see what's left afterwards, and then and then we'll go from there. But um, so so, uh, and he also played with one of the 
Endless Spells, which was um, the the Hishian Twin Stones, which is a really cool model. It's that endless spell that has like the two stones, one's black, one's white, mm-hmm. in the in in their painting of it, you know, and they're like circling around each other. Um, and that's pretty interesting. And that was the first time I'd played against that. And so the Twin Stones, you you. You place it down, and then uh, every time you cast a spell, its counter goes up. And once its counter gets to, like, four, then you can use that to buff a wizard. So he had this tactic where he would have all of his units casting spells around it. So all of his normal units, like the rank and file guys, are buffing this thing up. And then his, and then it gets to four really quick, right? Because every unit casts a spell. And so every unit goes, they all cast, and then... It's at four, and then his his you know his his wizard gets to pat you know cast any spell that he wants on a four up you know a plus four, so so that was pretty cool. Uh, that was a neat uh, little trick that he was. Well, I don't say trick. I mean that's the purpose of it, right? Yeah. So that it, that was really cool what he was doing there. I hadn't seen that yet. And uh, anyway, so he shot my chemist the first round. Oh. I let him go round one. He did that thing, you know, archers forward, loose. And so they shot him out. They did enough mortal wounds, shot him out of the ship. Yeah, but something happened, right? Um, oh, what? you mean like our little our little debate? Yeah. I, I, did it get heated? Uh, I mean, it wasn't like, yeah, I wouldn't say heated because I, I, I really try not to get to that heated point. Um, especially like, you know, first time playing with these guys. I want to, I just want to, I want to, want to play. You're you know? a gentleman. You want to yeah. be a gentleman. It's a gentleman's game. Um, yeah. But you know, so when things come up, you know how it is. Everybody always asks each other. Oh man. If it was really soon ago, it, it, it doesn't hurt to ask. Right. Well, tell, tell Mark what happened. So what happened was, um, he goes first, he does all this stuff, blah, blah, blah. You know, he's buffing everything. He brings us archers forward. He shoots over here. He shoots over there. Then he shoots at my chemist, the last, sh- you know, unit shooting. Mm-hmm. And he was, in, he, was in, he was in the boat, right? And he shot the chemist while he was in the boat. Uh-huh. And so uh, he rolls the dice. Um, I remember because it was like, I'm watching. He did four wounds, like four mortal wounds okay. on the shot. The chemist only has five wounds. Next oh, wow. he takes, he's dead. Yeah. So now it comes down to what actually hit, not what uh-huh. hit with mortal wounds, what actually hit, you know, on the right. All right. You know, he rolled, you know, and I remember this because this is like the chemist, right? He rolled two twos and two threes. And it was like, ah, dang, right? Two threes hit because there are three up to hit. Oh. He rolls, they wound. I go, and I think I even did like my ether cords to keep them alive, which allows me to reroll saves. And I fail them both like back to back. And I'm like, dang, he's dead. Take him off. And as I'm taking him off, I go, oh, wait, he's minus, he's minus one to hit in the ship and oh. he's minus one to hit for being in cover so uh I, i'm sorry he's minus one to hit because of uh lookout sir and he's minus one to hit because of cover so those actually wouldn't have hit him like what you rolled the two twos and the two threes uh-huh. they would have all missed and uh what he did was he just killed my chemist which means i can't cast my warp lightning vortex uh, uh which is my usually my first turn sort of like throw this in your throw this in your you know army and just let it do its work. Yeah, yeah. And he, uh, and he was like, ah, oh, he's like, you know, well, if I knew that he was minus to hit, like I wouldn't have shot at him. I would have shot at the engine riggers. And, um, you know, and he threw something in there, you know, about like remembering your own rules or something like that. And, and I, and I was like, Hey, I was like, 
I'm just saying, like, he's minus to hit. I just rolled his saves. Is it too far to go back? Because, and I was like, you know what? And if you wouldn't have shot at him because of that, I don't want to, you know, he was he was like, well, you know, should I just re-roll on the riggers or something like that? And, or re-roll on the chemist? And I was like, no, no, no. I was like, you did, you know, four mortal wounds, which was really good. And out of 10 shots, right? Or whatever it was, 10 shots with that unit, four mortal wounds, four out of 10. Like, yeah. that was really good. So... I was like, no, no, you can take you you can take everything onto the riggers. I'll take the four mortal wounds and the two normal wounds onto the riggers. Okay. And, okay. Um, uh, and that's three guys dead right there. And uh, and he was like, fine. And so and I said, is that okay? And he said, yes. So then that was the end of his turn. And it turned past to me. So I'm, you know, going through my hero phase, take my command point, get ready. And I'm like, okay. So I start to move my ship. I'm so I'm going to take my single, you know, move in the hero phase for the game to move my ship in range. And I start measuring for the warp lightning vortex. And I start putting the warp lightning vortex down. And then he just like com- starts complaining about, you know, oh, the game's over now. Like that was the reason I shot the chemist because blah, 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 blah. And so, so here I am like, I don't, I don't want to, I don't, I mean, he's not fully right. Like the game wasn't over, yeah. but, um, it was going to hurt. This was definitely going to hurt. And I mean, things could go wrong, but things could go really well. Right. And so it is a, it, you know, but if you go kind of just on average, like, yeah, he's going to, he's going to take some hurt in here and it's going to put a little dent into that side. And, um, so, so I was just like, Hey man, you know, you said that was okay. So that's why, that's why I'm doing this. You know, like you said, it was okay. And then he just was like, yeah, well, you know, it, 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 you know, it's just, you know, the game's going to be over now and blah, 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 blah. And I said, you know what? I'll take it back if you want. Like, you know, I asked, you said it was okay, but obviously like, I don't want this to be an issue in the end so I can take it back. And, And I was like, it's ultimately my fault for not remembering, you know, during the hits that, 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 that was happening. And I'll take it back um, if you want me to. And he was like, well, it shouldn't be up to me. It should be, a, you know, yeah, that's your responsibility. It's your call. It's your responsibility. And and I was like, well, you said it was OK. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that's why I'm here. You know, so we kind of did that back and forth for a little bit. And uh, and I could tell, you know, the, the rest of the game was just going to be shot. And I just didn't want that to be my experience this first time. So I took I took it. I took it back, killed the chemist, restarted my hero phase. But, you know, he re- kind of heavy-handedly put everything, not everything, he put 60% o- over onto the right, right, and then 40% over onto the left. Okay. And I just went, I just went for the 40% of his army. And um, I just took everything up the side. Because I can't lose until turn three on right. on, on, on that one, right? Because it's take all objectives and win yeah, starting right. turn three. So I'm like, I got two turns where I can mm-hmm. just hammer 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 so i took everything up the right side and i just i you know over the next few turns i killed everything on the right side and started to move in and he started to you know pull towards me and um so the the game ended actually in a draw like Uh even even steven um and a draw is with this tournament was if you if both of you have two objectives uh both of you have done your you know you both have equal auxiliary auxiliary objective points then it ends in a draw. And um, so that's where we were at. And we didn't actually get to play the last turn because it was it was like called for time. Oh, we, okay. We talked through it and it was just like there's it, it, it was a, it was like a couple big dice rolls each way to try and make it happen. Because really at that point, like I had to push a couple of guys. I had to push like a couple of units off of his, um, you know, his objectives to have enough 
bodies. Because that's ultimately what comes down to KO's issue is you just sometimes don't have enough bodies to take it, you know? Yeah. If, so if, if I don't have, you know, if he's got 10 guys sitting there and I can't push all 10 off, you know, and I only got two guys on there, you know, I got a big ship and a big hero. That's only yeah. two guys, you know? Yeah. So that's what it came down to. I, I just didn't have enough bodies. So we yeah, drew it. Okay. Hey. And so second game was a draw for me. All right, that's that's a big deal because you drew against one of the like one of the better players in their tournament scene. Yeah, yeah. So I think there were a lot of good players at the tournament in their meta. Uh, but yeah, he definitely, um, you know, I definitely looked up these guys before I played them and saw that they had played in some other tournaments and did really well. So yeah. uh, which then on t- round three, right? It's like all right, here we go. One win, one draw. What do I get for round three? Lumineth. Yeah, <laughs> so there were, like do it, do it all players again. who uh, say what? I said do it all again. Right, do it all again. And and it was uh, you know four four players drew that round, and so the two that played each other would then play the other two. And so I didn't play the, I think the other guy was uh, Sylvaneth, I think Sylvaneth player, and so I played the Lumineth instead of the Sylvaneth guy. So instead of playing, you know, Skaven, Lumineth, Sylvaneth, I played two Lumineth back-to-back. So I was like, okay, well, at least I got a little bit of practice under my belt from that first round. And uh, um, this guy, uh, he ended up, so I Googled him. Um, and oh, you did stop to Google him. Say what? You did yeah. Google him. I did. I did Google him. <laughs> um, and I couldn't figure out who he was at first. And so I then Googled him after the game. And I found out he was so for Warhammer's Warhammer for game workshops like Warhammer Grand Tournament, their GT that they do every year at uh, whatever it is, Warhammer World. Yeah, Warhammer World. Yeah, yeah. 250 people play or something like that. This guy came in third in tw- at the end of 2019. So the last time they had this event, this guy came in third. And I was like, oh, I was like, <laughs> great, <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> so, uh, but this one was total conquest or blood and gory whichever one it was yeah blood and gory something where you're going um diagonal at each other four locations again yeah hero takes you know you get one point for the objective uh if you take it from your opponent you get an extra point and if you have a hero within range you also can get an extra point so lots of opportunities to score he had some like really funky um no i don't say funky i mean it makes sense but it was this like conga line i always think conga lines are funky yeah so he had this conga line where he basically on his diagonal deployment on that right angle he just basically like put this really long line and and then it's funny because right in the middle is another line leading back to his hero so he can get buffs kind of like you know adam with the with the cauldron right yeah and uh so uh, i heard somebody call it the butt shield (laughs) <laughs> because the way it's kind of ends up looking like is like this kind of like you know this kind of you and then another you kind of like put up against each other and anyway so he deployed the butt shield but it was a great game it, it was it was a pretty good game all the way until the end it was a good game i think what happened um yeah it was a lot of back and forth um he really leaned on the um so he had techless on this one and the other guy didn't have techless so he had Teclas on this one, and, and Teclas gives a lot of area buffs. And, well, okay, so it started, again, maybe it's me. I'm going to say it's me. Here I am, right? Like, the game starts, and he's like, he tells me everything, and I know what's coming up. Teclas, when an enemy wizard casts a spell or an endless spell, he can, on a four up in 18 inches, that hit 
his unit doesn't take the effects, but he pushes it back at me. D3 mortal wounds. So, right, cast a spell at you on a four up. I bounce it back to you. Roll a D3. You take one, two, three mortal wounds. Okay. Well, um, it's very specific, I think. It's very, I mean, the way it's written is the enemy wizard keyword is in the rule so when i get up and i i go okay i let him go first he does his movement he takes a couple objectives blah blah blah. okay i go hero phase move i move my ship into place i cast the warp lightning vortex and i put it like right there right in the middle of everything and then he's like oh well just so you know you might not want to cast that because you know it's like that courtesy thing you know you might not want to do that right because remember i can like blah 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 and which is a little condescending Okay. Uh, I thought it was being gentlemanly. It is. It is gentlemanly. I mean, he just told me that rule, but yeah. it is. It is. It is gentlemanly. But it's also like, okay, so I put it there, and 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 I'm like, okay, but my guy isn't an enemy wizard. He's a. Oh. He's a. He's a dwarf. He's a chemist. Mm. Wizard. <laughs> there is no wizard keyword anywhere else. Oh. And he was like, well, that's so. So then all of a sudden, it kind of gets into this like, well, that's not the the intention of the rule. Right. And it's like, yeah, but that's not how the rules are written. So like what you want it to be is not how the rules are written. And I'm playing about what the rule, how the rule is written. And so he calls the T.O. in. T.O. is like kind of hears both sides. And then he's like, he hears both sides. Well, first he goes first. He hears his side of it and he goes, yeah, I'm not going to allow it or I'm I'm going to allow you to still be able to block that spell. And I was like, whoa, 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 wait, but let me at least tell you why I think it shouldn't be that way. Right. Yeah, you should be able to hear both sides. So I give my spiel really quick. Basically, wizard is no is in the is is in the spell or is in the rule. My guy doesn't have wizard anywhere on the the war scroll. He's not an enemy wizard. It's not right. cast by an enemy wizard. So um, so he says, well, in the interest of time, I'm still going to rule the same way. He can block it. And I was like, but whatever, you know, like there's nothing I can do at that point other than bitch and moan. So I still did it anyway because. Um, I was already like set up, measured everything, got it in place. When else am I going to use this spell unless I snipe Teclas in the first turn, which, you know, I, I figured I wasn't going to be able to do in this first turn. And so I was like, well, I'm just going to use it anyway. And, you know, maybe I'll get lucky and take out, you know, maybe it'll just not be a great rule for him. So, and it, it wasn't really that bad. He threw a couple mortal wounds back at me, but I was able to heal him on the ship the next turn anyway so that wasn't a big deal but um it did definitely like cut in half the amount of damage that that endless spell did so first turn again man that warp lightning vortex was not effective and so it only did half the damage that it should have done and uh but anyway so after the game just to just to talk about that real quick i went and looked up because i was like you know i knew about this i didn't think it was going to be an issue but now i guess i need to go look and i looked into an faq and they do have an faq for it but not for exactly what i'm talking about but i feel like the the faq does talk about the spell in general and so if i can read it to you yeah, read it. You read let it. me know what you think because some of the some of the debate around this is the way that it's written grammatically. Some argue, and again, the English language language and grammar is is kind of like GW writing the rule set, right? Like it's much of it is up for debate. So um, people will say grammatically that the rule says if. Um, if an endless spell or spell cast by a wizard, you know, blah, 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 then you can do this. And some people say, well, that means any endless spell or a 
spell cast by an enemy wizard. Yeah. And then and then I say, well, no, because there's the endless spell or spell cast by a wizard. So it's like the you're 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 talking about two kinds of spells cast by a wizard is what I'm is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, easily could have been covered by saying spell cast by an enemy wizard or endless spells, right? Because then right. there would be that issue. There wouldn't be that sort of grammatical debate. Anyway, so that's my argument for that. Then again, my argument for it is the FAQ says, and this is a new one that came out in February or whatever, uh, beginning of the month. Can I use the seeing stone of Selenar, which is the rule, to ignore the effects of endless spells cast by friendly wizards? Wizards boldened as a keyword. Ah. The answer is no. So mm. can I use the seeing stone? So the so then so then the 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 other question would be, can I use the seeing stone of Selenar rule to ignore the effects of endless spells cast by enemy wizards? What would the answer be? Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause of, right? Cause of course yeah. it's enemy wizards. So that's another version of my argument that I'm like, that means it's, that means they're, they're considering endless spells cast by enemy wizards. That's what they're considering it. Right. Yeah. If they're telling you endless spells by friendly wizards is a no. So basically saying you can cast an endless spell and then your techless can doesn't have to worry about stopping it because it's not going to. Right. Yeah. Like it's it's tricky. It's definitely tricky. Has there been any kind of FAQ or errata from the KO side? uh, No, there's nothing saying this counts as a wizard. There's nothing in the book that says he counts as a wizard. It just says you cast the spell you can cast the endless spell doesn't say as a wizard or anything like that it just says you automatically cast the endless spell Mm. it's tricky i I think it's i I think there's definitely like a gray area there that should have been cleared up yeah because if he was able to use the rule to ignore the effects on enemy or on friendly wizards then it would be general endless spells but it's not it's like no you can't use it you can only use it on enemy wizards that's the point yeah. And wizards is a keyword. Yeah, and if it you is. don't support that as with the chemist rule to me, then what was the purpose of the keywords? You know what I mean? Yeah. So that was the wrong emphasis. It should have been cast, should have been boldened, not wizards. So anyway, that's yeah. that's my rant. <laughs> no, that it's round, that's... that was round one of the last game. That's it. <laughs> that all happened in round one. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> How'd the rest so, of the game go? So the rest of the game went really well. It was back and forth. I mean, we were just chopping each other's armies up. I mean, we were just, it was back and forth, back and forth. We get to the end of the game and uh, there's two turns left. Comes down to like, do I, well, at the end of the third round, right? It's like, well, in the third round, I made a stupid mistake. I was just like, you know, I'm having fun all day. Yeah, it's been like general, eight hours at this a point. A unit of riggers is right there. I'm like, just what would they do? They wouldn't, they wouldn't, they, I should have moved them away and gone for an objective. But it was like, or do I try to take out this unit that's been pressuring me all game? And he's been pressuring this unit over there. It's that, it was the butt shield, right? And I was just <laughs> like, I really wanted the butt shield to go down. <laughs> And so I charged it right in. I charged them right in, but I charged them at the other end thinking he can't pile in. But these guys have like three inch spears or something like that, which is stupid. I thought two inch. I should have looked again. Three inches. So he got all these attacks, all these mortal wounds. They were like fully buffed up. All these mortal wounds went through. And those guys, those wardens, he really ran those wardens well. I've not seen anybody run the wardens as well as he did. So kudos to him for that, for sure, because those things were like 
a menace. And I charged my general and the riggers in there. I shouldn't have. Thinking about it, I should have brought them around to one of the other objectives uh, away from everything. And they would have been way more useful. I would have had more models on the objective. He wouldn't have been able to take the objective in the end, essentially, is what it is. So, uh, but anyway, it came down to to round four and five, and he was like into the end of you know the into the end of round three. He's like, um, you know, let's go, let's go, let's go. He's like, there's 30 minutes left, and it was like round four. I think it was going into round four, and it was like, all right, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. He's like, I gotta go. He's like, I told my wife originally the the tournament gameplay was supposed to end right now, but we started a half hour late. And so three hours would have taken us another 30 minutes. The guy was like, I got to go. The wife is like, you know, you need to be here. Are you coming? And he's like, she doesn't understand, you know, gaming all day, blah, 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 whatever. And, and, and he's just like, can we just try to go as fast as we can? And it's just like, we got 30 minutes left. Yeah. Like you know that's I mean? putting like, pressure on you. That's just not, not yeah reasonable. and then he's like okay so what what would you do would you like charge here and shoot here and shoot here and charge there or something like that you know and he's like blah 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 and he starts like gaming it and it's like we got 30 minutes left man like the guy hasn't even come and pressured us to end the game yet so i'm trying to like you know move quickly so we can try to finish this game because it's really close and and basically he's just like all right finally i finished the turn i took one of the objectives away from him i didn't i I took teclas all the way down to two wounds he really needed to die if he had died the game would have been over Mm -hmm. but because teclas was still alive he was still contending for this i had the objective but he was still alive if he wins priority into round five then teclas will kill this other unit right yeah and then um but if i get the priority all of the guys, I had this like big force that just took his his back objective. They would all just move over and and take out Teclas, like in the shooting phase. And he had two wounds left, and uh, he won the priority. Uh. So he won the so because he won the priority, even even though like round five I would have gone over and killed Teclas. Yeah, uh, the uh, he 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 was he was one point up on me for victory points. So I lost the game. So it was close. like, oh, dang, so close. But that was really annoying. Like the guy planned his day so that he would end when the when the tournament said he would end play wise, but he was ready to just log off and go. And and it was like and he knew he wasn't gonna win top eight or anything. So it wasn't him for him to stick around and find out if he was, you know, gonna stay in top eight. Pretty much if since he got a draw that second game, he wasn't gonna be in a contender for the top eight mathematically yeah so 83 people i think was the total. right right so you were going to end up with eight people that were three and oh at yeah. the end whatever whatever the numbers came out and that's what they did so anyway it was just like you know man come on just like if you need to go concede <laughs> yeah. yeah you know that's the gentleman's like, thing to do don't cut our game 30 minutes short because you know you made plans and the tournament's gone 30 minutes late so yeah, yeah. that's that that wasn't your fault so yeah i mean i still lost but it's still like it's just like ah, I'm ready to do this again because I'm gonna get you guys. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you've learned. You know, you've learned that some tricks, and you're ready to come back. Yeah, yeah. So it was great. I mean, to me, that's you know, like for me to come away and be able to have you know some fun stories about how close it was. That's that's good. That's fun. Yeah. 
And I mean, of course, it was just fun to play. But um, I'm a competitive person by nature, so that just fuels me. You know what I mean? Like for it to be that close, to be kind of that nail biter, come down to like that priority role. You know, I know it all comes down to a priority role, right? Yeah. It's just like, <sighs> so I know that happens a lot, but I like it. That's awesome. In my third. How game, about your last game? Yeah, my my third game, my last game was against a guy named James Struthers. And this is the guy from New Zealand that was like, oh, yeah. you know, he'd been up. He, he said he went out to the to the pub um, before coming in and starting the tournament. So he was <laughs> this this guy was a hard partier and I liked it. Yeah, nice. uh, if you listen to the Honest Wargamers uh, channel and he did with the guy, Owen, who ran the tournament, the two of them did a little list review where they talked about their favorite lists and what lists yep. they thought were going to do well right away. They start talking Daughters of Cain, and he says, there's a Drachy Ganeth list, and it made me laugh cry. He was making fun of this guy, and this is the guy that I ended up playing in the third game. <laughs> this this other... Oh, uh, yeah, I know. He, he's making fun of this poor guy. Um, and, he, and so the guy had not won any games yet until he got to play against me, and finally he got that win in. Um, <laughs> but it, it, was, it was a really, really fun matchup. It was really swingy playing Daughters of Cain against Daughters of Cain. And he, at one point, that um, his army, the Drachiganeth, it's a glass cannon. Everything that Daughters of Cain does well in combat, they do exceptional. Like, two up to hit re-rolling, three up to wound re-rolling. Like, at one point, we had two units of Daughters of Cain, 30 models each, lined up against each other, and it was his turn to go. Just gone. He did something like 90 wounds in his in his attacks. Oh. Oh, I know. I'm like, he does that to me. I'm like, that's what that's like. Oh, I know. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was pretty amazing. A great matchup. He didn't have Marathi in his list, which is too bad because it would have been fun to have two Marathis fighting against each other. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but Marathi did a lot of work for me. I put Marathi like dead center on the table and he just, okay. he couldn't get around her and he, he, Marathi kept tying up units so that he couldn't get away from her which was awesome. And he, and he spent the resources that he probably shouldn't have trying to kill Marathi because, you know, you only do the three a turn. Um, my unit of witch elves that have the bladed bucklers that are really, uh, can stick around in combat. They did their job. They were there the whole game, just blocking one objective. Uh, he never came close to getting my back objective, which I had well defended the whole time. And mm. it all came down in the last turn, um, to, could I get Marathi and a unit of the the winged witch elves, the life takers, if I could get them on his back objective, I would have got my auxiliary objective, but I also would have won the game if I could get it down there. And they failed oh, the man. charge. Um, Marathi couldn't kill enough, and the life takers failed the charge. So that was it. Uh, but it ended up being like 18 to 15. Oh, something wow. like that. 16 to 15. It was something really close where if, yeah. I, had, if I had taken it, I would have got three points for it, and that would have won me the game. Uh, but yeah like we were laughing the whole time we're like how many wounds oh my god just back and forth having a really good time and he was well that's good yeah oh yeah it was great it was a lot of fun i i i'm very glad i didn't have any of the like heated rules debates i just had like like, like they were saying i was on the beer and pretzels tables the whole time yeah um, <laughs> nobody nobody was too super stressed about winning or losing everybody was just having a blast playing it was awesome yeah that's sometimes the best place to be oh yeah no pressure you know and yeah. once i lost that Just first game time yeah once i lost that first game it was kind of like okay yeah i'm not uh, 
there's, there's no more pressure on me anymore. I yeah. Just, yeah. Just relax and have a good time. And that, yeah. And I totally get that. Like I, I was hoping my last game was going to be like that. And it kind of was, it's just, I wasn't like trying to be too competitive about it. I knew I wasn't going to be top eight or whatever. Right. Like at that well, point, it was just like, let's just play, let's have fun. And, uh, but, but still like there's yeah. some of these rules and so, like we've had long de- into the night debates about certain rules because right. GW, as much as I love them, they they don't make things as clear as they could be sometimes. Right, right. So here's a question for you. Okay. Um, So this happened a couple of times in the last game. So one, you know, it's tabletop simulator, right? Yeah. Like, it's easy. Like, your perspective is different. It can be weird, right? It's not usual on the table all the time. Um, I Like, it's very, it's very narrowed. Like, although you can move around the table really easy, I can come right over and look from your perspective super quick. But, you know, if you're not looking up, you know, if you're looking down at something, you could miss something really easy, right? Yeah. Because there's no peripheral, right? You only see the little box that you have. And uh, so anyway, so I know all these things about tabletop, but, um, you know, we're in the last game and he's doing the butt, the butt, <laughs> the shield. butt shield. There was like twice I caught him with guys out of coherency and oh. I reminded him like, hey, those guys need to be in coherency, right? Yeah. Like giving him the little bro, like, like, hey, by the way, you... yeah, and he was even like, oh, like, do you want me to like take him off from a or it, it so here was it was like it was a guy right in the middle, which was a big deal, right? Yeah, like his butt shield, the guy right in the middle, it was two inches away. It was like one in because you can tell on tabletop simulator, yeah, it's like one point inches away, and it wasn't like he was knocked over or anything. But again, still, I'm like, it's tabletop. We're all moving these, trying to trying to move them quickly and efficiently. Grab what we can, grab them by groups. Like I know it's gonna happen. But he, you know, so he was like, oh, do you want me to take some guys off from over here or some, or take a guy off from over here? And I was like, no, no, it's fine. Like I just wanted to let you know so you can put him, you can get the unit back in coherency, kind of thing. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I, and, and it, it, it was at the end of the turn, so it's like he should have taken him off. It if if it was like. If I was playing for like top eight, maybe I would have been a little bit more rigorous on that one, I guess. Yeah. Maybe. I, yeah. And it still would have been a mental debate. Like, but then like, so I think that happened twice on that unit. And then it happens once. Okay. But twice well, it happened once on that unit. It was the other unit, the, uh, his like he had this block of 20 sentinels, the archers, and he kept trying to like snake them back. So I wouldn't deploy behind him. And that he kept then like, forgetting models back there as he was using uh-huh. moving the move moving the unit up so it's not like it it kept me from deploying back there the models that fell it was just like at the end of the turn like hey you got some models back here you know what i mean yeah. like and again <laughs> it's easy to not to to miss those oh, but then yeah. again it's also like if you're purposely snaking these guys around to keep me from doing something better, like yeah better do it right what do you do and and um and i'm just like i feel bad just being like take him off but that's me i know i have every right to tell him to take it off yeah but but you're a gentleman and it's a gentleman's game yeah it is i'm not looking for accolades so much as like would like what do you guys think i think once is like shame on you twice is shame on me you know like like yeah like hey we we talked about it you got to keep these in coherency if you're trying to block me those guys are dead you know yeah they're gone and I, I can't see myself doing the same thing and and leaving them on the table. Do you know what I mean? Like if I had like, oh, you know, you're right. You, you, you gave me a heads up. I wasn't keeping coherency. And I'm used to moving, you know, 
30 units around at a time or like 30 models around at a time and like trying to conga line them and trying to block corners and it's yeah. not easy but that's part of the game you know it's an important part of the game to to maintain yeah. your cohesion and still try to cover the cover the tabletop the way you want it to and if you can't do both then you don't get to do both i definitely miss that part about fantasy about the cohesion of your of your models not that they necessarily have to be like in a perfect rank and file yeah i don't know how you do that like like well 40k has done it and and the lumineth actually do it to a point they have like buffs for their unit where they call it like i can't remember the name that they call it but it's like if they're if each model is touching another, it is touching two models or uh, within within range of two models, coherency of two models, then you get the buff, and it's like mm-hmm. an extra, it's like an extra armor save or something yeah, like that. They've got like a shield wall they've made. Yeah, right. So if 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 they stay within coherency of two other models at all times, then you know. But the second the unit has a guy out of coherency of two. They lose that shield wall or whatever it's called, and uh, um, and and so there's a little bit of that. But you know, fantasy was like, no, if I charge that unit and they're not like in two ranks, like this is gonna hurt. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And so to me, I don't like the conga lines. I think it's okay to snake somebody like a couple of guys back to touch a a buff zone, you know what I mean? Yeah. But when you take a 20 or 30 model unit and then you just snake them across the board, I'm just like, all right, what, this is ridiculous. Yeah. Like this is not, this is not a unit. You know what I mean? I don't know. No, I, I, I sometimes, sometimes I see it. Sometimes I don't, I understand why I have a hard time with it. Like there's, there's times when it, it kind of makes sense. Like, Hey, this is our battle line. We have to maintain and hold this line. You know, so I could see it thematically. Sometimes it makes sense, but sometimes it's just weird. And just um, particularly in that situation you're talking about, the guy's trying to do two different things at once with his, yeah. his conga line and, and he couldn't yeah. do both at once. Like yeah. on Helm's Deep or something, you know, you got you guys guys snaked along the. Yeah, along the, the, you know, the battlements, the battlements and stuff. And that makes sense. But if we're out in the middle of the field and you got a whole unit just strung across. Yeah, I just feel like the, they should pit doesn't tickle you no yeah. but i also have an army that can move anywhere on the board <laughs> in the so, movement phase. Yeah. so you know take that with a grain of salt yeah but it's but it but it's in the rules you can do it that's right so just just like those keywords that's right like, that's wi- like wizard yeah just let's 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 use them when they're helpful and yeah. not use them when they're <laughs> no, not well that's that's not the intent <laughs> that's not the intent uh, that, that that needs to be your new go-to yeah, like, oh, that's, not, that's not the intent, you know. Yeah, yeah. I know it's just you know the keyword, but and I yeah. get like I get trying to make the that's not the intent argument, but yeah, if that's the intent, then put it in the rules, put it on paper if that's the intent. Yeah, you know. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. <laughs> anyway. Oh well. But hey, but overall, anyway, so overall, it was great. I had a lot of fun. Uh, it was still fun to play. Like I had, I, I had nothing to lose. That's why it wasn't a big deal. If yeah. it was like I was defending, you know, like if it was the opposite, like a bunch of Brits coming to play in America or something, you know, like they were playing <laughs> my turf, like maybe I would felt a little bruised. But oh, man. Yeah. I know. I'm joking. It, I, it was fine. You'd it's definitely like do it again? Oh, yeah. I definitely. I'd play the same guys over again. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah, I would absolutely love to do that whole thing again. Preferably after the new Daughters of Cain book comes out. 
Yeah, yeah. Let's get your new game. It's, yeah. uh, Wait, well, when does that book come out? Pre-order this weekend, I think. Oh, yeah. They got a lot of pre-orders coming this weekend. Valentine's yeah. weekend. They're showing <laughs> right. the love to you. <laughs> showing They're the showing love to you. Love. Like, hey, why, <laughs> honey, why don't you take me out to dinner this year? Sorry, I had to buy a whole bunch of Warhammer stuff. I just bought you a new army. It's a bunch of... <laughs> yeah. Which elves? Hey, They're like lady fighters. Yeah. What, what's your favorite dollar menu items? <laughs> and we'll, uh, we'll, yep. I'll swing through and we'll just come back here, Netflix and chill. There you go. <laughs> Perfect. There you go. Perfect. Netflix Perfect. and chill. I'm going to be over here with my crazy glue putting these models together, yeah. but it's totally still <laughs> Valentine's Day. <laughs> Which elves and chill? <laughs> Man, yeah, I would love to do that again. I think maybe like just a little bit more of a time gap, so it's more of a novelty to it. I think if I was doing two of those a month, it would it would wear me down pretty quick because I definitely needed a full recovery day afterwards. Yeah, My internal yeah, clock was sure. just completely messed up. I ended up going to bed at like as soon as the sun went down. And went to bed at like six p.m. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, you're right. Like doing that twice a month would be. Playing all day Warhammer takes even if when you play it during the day, it's still pretty intense. Yeah, you know what I mean. I think it's just been like we're so hungry for it. We've been not doing this for a year, and we're just like, please, yes, give me something. And then that it was like, oh, okay, let's do it again. That was yeah. fun, wasn't it? That's why we do this. That's why we play this game. And the build up to it too. We were like getting a lot of practice in beforehand having something to be excited about it's just so awesome yeah so there's another tournament style coming up that i think would be fun <laughs> to participate right yeah <laughs> mark's like do you yeah. like this do you like the abuse <laughs> yeah, I was say, you were just talking about it burnt out <laughs> no but let me tell you why yeah. this is different this is attractive so the idea of this one is um you uh They've got like a basically, you know, a qualifier. And then if you if you win in the qualifier, you go to the playoffs. Uh, three rounds in the qualifier and then three or four rounds, whatever works out for the playoffs. Yeah, that's cool. And uh, but they're they're uh, they're one game a week. So it's over the course of like a, a month and a half mm. and you get assigned, a you know, an opponent. And then uh, I think they have two options. They have you play singles or team team is like three players uh and singles of course is one in teams the captain for each round the captain would say like this is the uh, this is the team member i want to play like play in in number one slot and then they draw a number one slot but it, it's like it's a it's 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 revealed at the same time so you're not like reacting to the other person okay um so you know in this case if it was us three you know and i was the team captain and i'm like okay mark plays Team, you know, number one slot. They would choose, and then we reveal, and then we'd be like, "Oh, it's Mark against you know John Smith." And then, and it's like, okay. Then for round, you know, for 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 the second fight that week, it would be like, okay, I'm going to put Adam, and then they would put somebody, and then and then we would reveal it, right? And then of course the last two players would play each other. So that's how the teams work. But if you're playing singles or teams, each round of the t tournament is done per week and you just you just schedule the time to play with your opponent that that sounds pretty decent yeah and then uh week two is round two yeah very cool so it's not the intense all day um which those are fun in their right 
But yeah. uh, this also, because of the time zone thing, I think works out really works oh, out. Yeah, really. yeah. Because I think it's uh, this is like a German-led tournament. Okay. And, and they're like eight hours ahead. So you know, but now you can have people from you know New Zealand to San Francisco play or whatever. Anchorage, we'll say that. New Zealand to Anchorage, no problem. That that no, that sounds like a really great setup. But uh, anyway, yeah. So that might be fun. That's not yeah. until like March, mid. Yeah. What did I say? Mid March or no April? It's not until April. Okay. But, oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I don't think it's still April. Is it the same people running it? No, you said it's people based out of Germany that are running it. It, it is. It's two tournaments coming together to do the same event, and so it's not. I, I think the guy who did run the Hammer Time one, um, I think he is helping with this. Maybe I don't know. I right. think he's helping with. It makes I'm me think sure. how lucky we are that that most people speak English as a second language. Yeah. If if we're the other way around, you know, we don't speak German. Um, but you can kind of expect everybody to speak a little English. Right. And and then we all can play this game together. But yeah, yeah if they were like, yep, yeah, this is just a German spoken tournament. I don't think I could brush up on my Deutsch. <laughs> yeah, that's in time. Yeah, it sounds like fun. I'm I'm on the fence about whether I'm going to do that one, but I want to support you in doing it too. So if you want to get in lots of practice games, let me know. I'm down for that. All right, and then sounds just good. Getting some games in in general would be great. Yeah, yeah, that tabletop simulator sounds uh, sounds really cool, and I enjoyed watching you guys play. So I'm I'm going to have to get into it now. Yeah, and. The, the mechanics of it, like the actual like physics of it, mm-hmm. when I remember the games, I have to take a second to realize, oh, wait, we weren't actually on the table playing. Oh. You know? Because you get <laughs> yeah. so into the, the pieces and the dice and everything yeah. that, that you feel like it, it really does, like a tabletop simulator, it does feel like you're there. That, yeah. yeah, that's that's a cool thing about it. That's great. And we could yeah. probably even, like, if we wanted to, just get our campaign going. That would be awesome. Yeah. yeah. Because there's so many tables and it's so easy to like bring in terrain and all this different kind of stuff. Like it would be so easy to, you know, make it fit narratively, whatever we're doing. And and if we're doing like, you know, we start light, we start with like 500 points, we can do skirmish and like, because, because so much of it's what's, what's happening on the tabletop is actually like with the books in our hands you know we can we can create whatever game we want to with those models and the dice and everything mm-hmm. yeah i i think yeah, it's that. something that we should definitely get to work on all yeah. right that and they also have that cooperative games too yeah yeah and those played really fast because you and i did that that one night and yeah. it was just like oh. bam 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 like we played like two or three games in that one night yeah and sat around and bullshit for a while <laughs> it's great great it's great when you can sit around and bullshit and get some gaming in yes like now that like makes we a just good bullshit night for the last hour and a half yeah <laughs> yeah and i know there's been nights where like we've sat and bullshitted for four hours and then we were like all right should we roll it up and we're like nah it's too late <laughs> and it's like all i did was just cart like crates of models around <laughs> just yeah. carry them around it would have been such an easier job just to bring the six pack and be done with it <laughs> <laughs> well there's always that chance there's always that chance exactly of <laughs> tripping and dropping your entire army and seeing it just skid across the asphalt oh well, there's God. definitely <laughs> always that chance too <laughs>
that is like a little bit of a fear of mine. Oh, like yeah, <laughs> like just that the dis from the car to the to the house. Yeah, like just that <laughs> that ultimate danger. Plus, like a lot of times we're done with this, we're getting home at like you know three in the morning, and it's so it's pitch black out. If, if right. I were to stumble and just flip over a giant tray of witch elves into the dark. you'd be finding those for years oh yeah crunched under my tires like (laughs) (laughs) and the lawnmower yep that what an absolute nightmare that would be i'd be i'd be waking (laughs) Haley up get out here get the flashlight (laughs) (laughs) hands and knees scraping around looking for witch elves everywhere oh man that'd be all horrific broken at the, all broken at the angle yep broken ah, at the ankle. Oh, those weak ankles <laughs> broken the ankles Such heads missing ankles. shields missing yeah you you think they'd be wearing high tops with those delicate little ankles they got <laughs> you'd think yeah some proper support you know i don't know so mark <laughs> i'd like to yeah because you're not a busy man with a busy life at all I don't know what you're talking about. I, I just slum around and yeah. We we just split that shadow and pain box. Yeah. Which I need to get you your your pain side of it. Um, okay. But I want to do some kind of like hobby challenge with you. Ooh. Where we all right? Like, let's let's see who can be the first one to get to a thousand points of painted models. Not like a race. Do you know what I mean? Like a like a yeah. Like a gentleman's just challenge. I yeah. want to challenge you all to right. get some. You all right. Your, yeah, cool. Yeah. I've got all these snake ladies to paint, which I'm really torn because on the one hand, the snakes are are so cool, but I could also convert them all into spiders. Oh, yeah, you could. Yeah. Oh, damn it. I know. What a this tough choice. Just, that is a tough choice. It's a good choice to have, though. It is a good choice to have. And you're, you're, you're never good with these conversions. So whatever oh. you do, it's just going <laughs> to turn out to be awful it's gonna be garbage yeah, <laughs> yeah right thanks, whatever nice... you do is gonna look awesome oh. you're not gonna regret whichever choice you make thanks man i appreciate that and then i can sell the snake bodies yeah yeah probably. there you go so some somebody out there could turn their witch elves into snake ladies yeah i could definitely see some demonettes with snake bodies that would be pretty cool yeah too. oh yeah. yeah maybe they were uh, affected by because in the the lore like she like Marathi saved all of these dark elves from the yeah from the bowels of Slanesh. Mm-hmm. Bowels yep. of Slanesh. Maybe some of them got a little touched by Slanesh on the way out, and they got the crab arms and whatever. So, what about you, Nicholas? What kind of hobby challenges do you have in your in your sites? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I've got two projects I want to be working on. One is to finish my Gloom Spike gets, and I got a nice base done with most of them. Um, I did just kind of change up my idea of what I wanted to do with the list because I ended up getting one of those dank old trog bosses. Yeah. And now I want him to be the general of my army. <laughs> so I need to paint him. He's not based at all. So I need to, I need to get him based up, but I just got my airbrush in the mail. So, oh, nice. I think he would be a good model to, well, I'll practice on another model and then maybe I'll try him. But um, so I want to finish. I want to finish my gloom spike gets, and that's going to be two thousand points. But the five hundred points of that could be a mega gargant, and I've got a little box of three D printed <laughs> mega gargants around here. And so that's my second project. My second project is 
I want to uh, paint up one of those mega gargants. Well, Mark, you've been working on your mega gargant too, right? Yeah, yeah, little, little by little, little by little. Yeah, I honestly haven't had a lot of time, but uh, yeah, he's sitting here looking at me. I gotta uh, thinking soon, then I'll be able to prime and then uh, start throwing on paint. I've got a mega gargant on my table too, waiting for paint. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. Is that like a side? Is that? Do we have like two? gentleman's challenges yeah, i think so <laughs> let's 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 do mega gargant and then uh then uh what another thousand points yeah, yeah. but i think all yeah right. we don't we do all three have uh some mega gargants on our table so yeah no okay. um, yeah just just a gentleman's challenge let's see see who can do get done first and see who's got uh who can who can show their progress as we go yeah all right yeah totally yeah. sounds good yeah, i like that awesome i'll be looking forward to seeing you guys stuff yeah yeah um active i've been really active lately on instagram okay warlando adam on instagram and you guys are warlando, warlando mark nick and warlando yeah. nick, respectively that, that's right yeah and so, uh, yeah yeah let's start posting that stuff yeah and if you're uh if you're following along and you've got some gargants you're painted please uh message us and let us know where we can look at your models because that would be awesome. Absolutely, I love I love the inspiration. Yeah, and if you if you're listening to this, uh, please do click like and uh, subscribe or leave a comment. Even if it's a bad comment, go ahead and leave a comment. It turns out I can delete bad comments, so yeah, say whatever you want. Yeah, and if you've got an opinion about the warp light, or I mean about the chemist being able to cast and be blocked by the lumineth, let me know because I want to. I'm ready. I'm ready to fight. <laughs> <laughs> awesome always great talking to you guys yeah At likewise yes sir so thanks for joining me for the tournament this past weekend it was awesome man Adam. thank you so much for talking me into it yeah and uh we'll get you going yeah. uh mark we'll get some yeah. going soon beautiful looking forward to it what do uh what do the orcs say when they're done with a tournament weekend what do they say whoa My dog's looking at me like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs>